Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thank you for joining us once again. And I'm saying again as a lead-in to my first thing I'd like to talk about. But before any of that happens, I'd like to introduce you to my co-host and sexual lover, Cy Amundsen. Again and again and again, you please again. me on and off the air, Chad. Tell me what's on your mind, baby. Well, I say again because I went to a hockey game last night, and uh, again is how they say again in Canada, a lot of people. Again. And uh, we played the Calgary Flames, the Calgary Flames last night. Mm -hmm. And there was, I love the Canadian National Anthem so much. And so I'm singing it. And, uh, and it's, it's just a fun, you know, I'm kind of singing it soft because there's people around, but I, I love it so much. And then we get to the American National Anthem, and this gentleman behind us starts singing it so out of tune and offbeat and off rhythm. I turn around completely expecting him to have a Flames jersey on just trying to mumble his way through it because he's from Canada, which doesn't even make sense because a lot of times the uh, in Canada, people will forget the words to the American National Anthem, the people singing, and then the whole crowd will sing it for them. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. But this guy was singing it at such an offensive level. He started so high. He started it so high. You go, dude, do you not know what's coming up? You're <laughs> never going to get to that. And so I turned around and I was kind of watching. It was, um, I'm going to tell you something right now. If you've ever been offended by someone kneeling for the national anthem, this would have made you kill a person. <laughs> it wasn't even the same fucking song. It was so horrible that I cannot even, it reminds me of going to church with my grandparents. There was this one guy with a full neck beard, no facial hair, just like his Adam's apple embarrassed him. So he covered it up with a, a giant non-shaving tuft of hair. And he used to sing so atrociously that my grandma would have to pinch my arm so I wouldn't turn around and make full eye contact with this fucking creep. It was wild to listen to this guy sing the national anthem. I didn't even think I was in America. It was crazy. There's something about church where people... It, it is an opportunity for people with no musical abilities. They're like, well, are you going to judge me in the one place that all we talk about is not judging others, even though sometimes you spend all your time judging others? But sure, it, like that is the place where you hear people. We had a pastor growing up, Pastor Bob, Pastor Robert Bob. His last name wasn't Bob, but that would be a tough name, Pastor Robert Bob. Pastor Bob Bob. He, you know, we were Lutheran, so there's the singing right. through all the things, and then now yeah. it is time to sit down, and I'm going to sing that to you as well. And <laughs> this dude, you'd have thought somebody chopped his ears off and then hollowed his ear canals out and stuck sure. mud in there, what was left. Yeah. This, yeah. It was rough. We, uh, my, my family has a running joke where uh, every time we'd go to church at my grandma's church, there was a family that they would let sing. And I don't know if it was because it's like, this is the only thing that kept this family together. They did not smile. It was uncomfortable. They sang Mary Did You Know all at different times, all at different tones. It, it's, <laughs> it was wild. 
I don't know if you've ever they were heard accidentally people... singing in the round. Yeah. Yes. But but not even because it because it they didn't give it that much time. It was it was just it was really really crazy. And uh, we so every Christmas people will walk into my house now, and it's just immediately Mary, did you know? It's that kind of stuff. Right when the door opens, it's a very fun tradition. So thank you to that family for having zero musical talent. My family's musical talent is, uh, here's how it works. For my mom and dad, my father is very musically talented. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful voice, can play the piano, can play the guitar. And I've often described my, my, my mother as someone who should not sing in church. That is the description. <laughs> and I know that because the, and she likes music. And she likes some good music. She likes some stuff that you're like, I don't know, mom that rod stewart album but she but she only listens to it in her bedroom bathroom with both doors closed yeah so the i fucking hate you so much so the (laughs) the she the only time i've ever heard her sing even though she likes music is in lutheran church when everybody, she has to sing because everybody else is, and it's under her breath, but you're like, that can't be real. It can't, that can't be what you think singing is. It's really funny to hear some people sing in a really dark, like deep, raspy voice, and you go, and, but you can hear them just barely singing because you think it maybe is the devil that doesn't want to get found out. The like, amazing grace, how sweet the sound. See, that's why I, I'm, I'm a terrible, I cannot sing at all. So I sing with an accent to try to be funny, to cover up my lack of ability to understand notes. And it's funny that you do that in music because I've done that in the rest of my life. Every other aspect of my life, I have done something to try to do the old magician. Hey, look at this hand. Something to get people to laugh so they they forget I'm bad in school, they forget I'm slow, they forget all of these things, but I'm being so funny. I run and I run with an accent. So, my I don't know. So Greg got my dad's musical talent. I did not get my mom's. I got some mixture of the two where I'm certainly not as bad as her, but I'm certainly not as good as my dad. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think... My mom's musical ability shot through my sister Janine right into my nephew Ethan's soul. That kid, but he is not (laughs) scared to sing. And it is, I don't know. I think you, I think you could train, I think you could train a cat that was being sliced open to hit a note before you could teach Ethan to hit a note. Well, the fair thing is about that though, is is two good things happening here, right? If he can sing, nobody gets any pussy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be outrageous. So the, uni- the universe is like, we kind of have to keep repopulating the earth. Maybe not at this pace, wink, wink, dummies. But uh, we can't have, we, we still need other people to have sex. So if he can sing, that's it. And the fact that he is willing to sing with a, with a very poor voice that is also charming so that's dangerous and it's just evidence of it's evidence of that thing we we've talked about before which is hot confidence where yeah. he could sing like that and and like if 
you know, one of, you know, somebody slumped in with a wonky eye and a hunch and they sang like him. Everybody be like, get the fuck out of here. But you're right. It is right. We, we could even go backwards. If someone if someone slumped in with a with a limp and a eye or whatever you said and a, and a hunch uh, and had a, the most amazing voice of all time, women would be like. Oh my god, your voice is so amazing. That's awesome. And then Ethan comes in and sings with a poor voice and they're like, Oh my god, you're so funny. Take my pants off. <laughs> it's pretty wild. I'm just happy that your story about the national anthem didn't make any enemies, seen as you are already an enemy of the church, Chad. Would you like to Oh Would you yeah, like to tell people I do. what happened oh, yeah, to Acme? I so if you've listened to the past couple podcasts, you know that I have this new Catholic bit that it's not making a, a lot of friends. Well, here's the thing. I think it is making friends. It's not making a lot of Catholic friends. But here's the thing. I, I, I differentiate between Catholics and the church. Like I had my friend Glenn at a show, him and his wife Beth and his, his kids uh, came to the show and they're Catholic. But I, but I brought up the point that when a tornado touched down at the cabin last year, Glenn was walking around to all the cabins with jugs of water, handing them out. And by the way, he wasn't saying body of Christ or any of that bullshit. He's just handing out water because he's a nice guy. So I, I understand there are Catholics and then there are the Catholic church. I've said it so many times. I don't know why you don't just start a new church, wipe it out. Start over. I've Catholicism 2.0. Yes. Sism? Sism. Yeah. So I'm doing this bit, and obviously a woman in Cincinnati didn't have fun, right? Her, it, and I quote, it was a waste. And then at Acme, there, um, first of all, I just found this out yesterday. A woman came out who people thought were, she was on drugs because her pupils were super dilated. She said, this man is, t is saying that we should flush women that have abortions down the toilet. I mean, that's crazy. I've never said anything like that. That's a tough paraphrase. That's a very tough paraphrase. Yeah, that doesn't even make any sense. So then a woman was at the show Friday. Is she suggesting that because then they can chase the fetus that you did just suggest they flush? I just don't even understand. Like a magic school bus situation? Yeah, but is this like Santa Claus getting down a chimney? How the fuck is a woman going to fit down the toilet? Get out of here. So this woman calls Acme and she, she says this. She goes, I was at the show last night, Friday night. And as a courtesy, because I am a good person, I am just letting your establishment know I will be filing a report with the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minnesota, to let to let them know Chad Daniels is an enemy of the church. <laughs> oh my God, how amazing is that? You know a real enemy of the Catholic Church is a little boy whose parents told to tell on someone if they touched him funny. That's an enemy of the church. All I'm saying is, I'm doing these funny, to me, they're funny jokes. And to a lot of people, they're not. I don't understand 
like believing in I don't think anything to the point where you can't take a joke. But that's just me. I mean, obviously, I'm beyond that. I'm going to can I defend you? And I know I don't like to get into topics that are going to make people message me. Right. But Mm -hmm. I'm I'm we've we've had this conversation. I'm the faith guy on this show. Right. I'm the God guy between the two of us. Right. That's true. Yeah. If you have a problem with somebody like and you 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 say this in your act, it's the crux of anyone who has an issue with it. Did you call the archdiocese and you're like, hey, man, what are you guys doing fucking all these boys and then hiding the guys who fucked them? Like and for for 60 years, my mom knows somebody who got fucking diddled in Adrian, Minnesota, fucking 60 years ago. Yeah. Call him. Hey, hello, Archdiocese. Is it a person or a place? It doesn't matter. Call the, call him about that. Like it doesn't. It has nothing to do with churches. It has nothing to do with anything other than like, if you look past kids getting fucked, you don't get to look at anything else other than maybe kids getting fucked and murdered. I don't know. I know that's a hard sentence to hear, but what are we talking about? How did I take yeah, your fun yeah. time and just lose my mind? I don't know that it was a fun time. I'm being I'm being charged as an enemy of the church. I'm not being charged because there's no way that <laughs> here's what's gonna happen. Hello, Catholic Church. And they're gonna be like, Chad Daniels is an enemy of the church, and here's what he said. And they're gonna be like, We don't know who that is, and we're not bringing this up in public. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna go. Please, please go. send please send ten percent of your income. What was he? What was he saying? Oh, he's talking about the whole molestation thing. You're like, cool. So we'll just we'll probably not shine a light on that. We'll just. <laughs> is he famous already? Does he have a big enough Twitter following that it could, you know, cause a stir? But I'm here's the thing. I think I'm gonna get up a group of people and just start pinging the archdiocese because if the archdiocese publicly makes you an enemy of the church, I mean, this podcast is gonna go through the roof. I have to tell you something. I'm so excited. I'm going to wear a Pope hat upside down just to really fuck with people to collect money so they can throw quarters into my upside down Pope hat. I'm jacked up about what could happen to my career. It's not even going to be a career at that point. It's going to be the greatest thing. Oh, my God. I love it. And I here's the thing, right? I mean, I, I talk on stage about how been talking about the Catholic Church for a long time because those things really, really do bother me. Yeah. Um, and so I do talk, I've talked about them in several albums and I'm still alive. So either I'm right or, and I'm definitely willing to give you an or on this because I don't know, uh, your God is, has such a sense of humor and is so forgiving that here I, here I sit alive and able. And by the way, I also like to point out you don't get to kill me and say it was the Lord's work. It's got to be weather or an angel or some shit like that. I mean, I don't want to bring that into the conversation because I can't. What am I going to do if you get cut down? Do middle somewhere by myself? God, can I you? I mean, Im- listen, according to some people, they'd love it. Can you imagine if this went from a two-person friends talking show to a one-man talking to the camera? Like, it, like... Do you not remember two summers ago? Yeah, I can imagine. Well, you okay? <laughs> hey, everybody! It's Moose in the morning. It's live time. It's drive time. Yeah, I remember. We got Cy Hamilton in the hot seat for getting shit. <laughs> well, let's let's move away from the the Catholics 
um, then Catholics. Let's let's move away from them. Uh, oh, by the way, I have to say one more thing about Acme. So I was trying so hard to do this funny thing where I brought up. So I'm talking about Olivia and an exploration. And I say uh, Magellan in the thing. And then I say Pocahontas. And everyone's kind of looking at me funny. So I, I know this crowd is ripe to correct me. Right. Okay. And so then I go, you're mad at me because I picked a Native American woman when um, she was helping Lewis and Clark. You want me to say Lewis and Clark, the white guys she was helping? Now, by the way, this isn't Pocahontas. This is Sacagawea. Yes, so I Sacagawea. am. So I am the whole time I have a I have a T-shirt. By the way, I have brand new T-shirts. They're locker boxing T-shirts. They have a championship belt on them and they say state champion locker boxer. But anyways, the point is... That's such a good shirt. Holy oh, shit. So I have a shirt in back, and whoever corrects me, I'm going to throw it to him. Because I kind of want to make the point, and I know this is dildo-y, but it's brand new. Yeah, but you're a dildo. I want to I wanna make the... I am. I want to make the point. You're, you're n everyone has freedom of speech, and you are allowed to... And I'm not saying I'm a person of power, but I have a microphone. I have amplified sound, and I'm standing in a spotlight, right? Mm -hmm. So you are allowed to correct someone that is giving false information you're allowed to correct that and so i was going to throw the t-shirt to the person that said it and no one said it and dude you should have heard me i was like you dumb twats you're thinking this i am pushing them to the brink where i expect somebody to go it's sakajawea you piece of shit and no one does so then i just keep going and then in line i had about 15 people go Hey, man. And I go, I can tell by your tone, you're going to tell me it's Sacagawea, not Pocahontas. And they're like, yeah. And I go, why didn't you say it in there? That was the whole point of the thing. Yeah. But uh, it really backfired on me. No shit. And, uh, and I felt pretty bad for calling them twats and, and not getting to the point of it. Yes. But anyways. Did you have um, something in response to that, essentially? I didn't have anything in response. I just wanted to say, see, this is... This is great, right? You were told not to talk when you came in here. I was giving you false information that you knew to be false. It wasn't my opinion. It was completely wrong. And you spoke up against that. And I was like, that's what we should do. But it really backfired. Let me tell you something, brother. Not at my show, okay? Y'all come to a Cy Amundsen show. You bring those pretty lips and you keep them fucking shut. <laughs> I am the purveyor of information and I am the knower of truth and I will say the things that I say and you will hear them and that is the transactional interaction we have entered into period exclamation mark other period no question marks necessary can I, can I tell you <laughs> just how wrong I am so there have been, I have been getting showered with being wrong and i think it's so funny i really think it's the universe going hey tough guy how about this so I, I was in california with olivia and we were driving around and i was getting so sick every time i would get close to a green light not not close but it, it would turn yellow and so i would have the decision i would have to speed up to run through a red light when it just turned red or mm -hmm. i would have to stop and i was getting so pissed off and uh, I started, I looked at Olivia and I'm like, these fucking people in California, they don't start when the light is green right away. So then you have to wait longer and then you, it takes longer to get to the next light. And that's why it's always yellow. 
And as I'm looking at her, talking to her, I can see cars going by her window. And I'm like, what's going on? And I look, the light's been green for probably 30 seconds. So again, I am absolutely wrong. At one point, we park in this spot and it says, it gives like the towing information. Like, hey, if you don't have a pass, your car will be towed. Yeah. And she goes, uh, she goes, like, what do you do if your car gets towed? And I go, well, you know, you have to call the people and it's a huge fine. It's a lot of money to get it out and all this stuff. And she goes, uh, she goes, that's really sad for some people. I go, yeah, but you know what? If you park in a spot and like you don't have a pass, that's you fucked up. So Mm -hmm. you deserve to get towed. And as we're walking away from the car, I the tow truck is coming through the parking lot to get somebody. And I go, I I didn't put the parking pass in the in the dash. <laughs> so if I would if we would have been there one minute earlier, that car would have gotten towed. <laughs> so that's strike two. And this is the one that made me laugh the hardest. Uh, we are on the fourth floor, and this is a five story hotel. Okay. So we we called the elevator to go down. The elevator comes and it's going up, right? The, like the little, there's two arrows that you can see. Yeah. So when the doors open, it goes bing and there's an arrow pointing up. So I go, are you going up? And the lady goes, no. And I'm like, well, it says you're going up. And she goes, no. And I'm like, okay. I go, well, we were going to come on, but I don't want to, you, you don't seem like you're having much fun. And she goes, no. And I'm like, Okay door shut it goes up to five presumably drops her off comes back to four to get us to bring us down to the lobby the lady's still on there and i go well if it isn't party perfect having fun and we get on and i'm asking her questions and she's just smiling at me i'm like what is with this bitch we i don't say anything we get off the elevator go into the breakfast room and she starts speaking a language I don't even know what it was to her husband. She for sure did not know English. And I thought she was being such a bitch. And she just didn't understand she my million know words. Yeah, she just didn't understand my million miles per hour English, which didn't even make sense because some of the shit I was saying about the door was so rapid fire. It wouldn't make sense in anything. Uh, Olivia was making fun of me so hard. It was one of my favorite times because it was this all happened within an 18 hour period. And it really, really put me in my place, and I felt great about it. I like a good being wrong streak from you. That's Yeah, me too. It keeps me you too. in a good, I think, mental place. Yeah, because then for the next 24 hours, when something would happen, I'd go, well, I don't know if I'm right here. Yeah, when you, when you get a couple I'm rights in a row... It's not great for people. Yeah, that you stack one of those on top of another, on top of another, and pretty soon you got... Ethan singing in public confidence for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, you're exactly. Not, you're not putting yourself in check, and that's uh-huh. that's trouble. Yeah, it's not fun. I've been in check lately as well. Uh, I was at, I had to go. You've been in check mate lately, let's be honest. I had to go pick up my, uh, my wife wanted a coffee. <laughs> my wife and so i went to the starbucks to get her a coffee okay. uh and while she was working um i'm such a good house husband and so i you are. you are i've been meaning to tell you that thank you i don't know 
I don't know how many, like on the power rankings of house husbands in America, where I land, but you know, if I could do anything other than get her coffee, it would be higher. So I, yeah, I'm saying, are you j just in America? You're wondering. Yeah, I'm gonna say you're. I'm gonna say you're top. I'm gonna say you're top 100 million. Okay, so I go to get her a coffee, which is the only thing that I do for her, really. And I go into the Starbucks, and a bunch of people in there, like there often is at Starbucks. Sure. There is one man, and he is sitting in the back corner, and he is full-on taking a work meeting on Zoom without headphones. Oh, okay. Yep. It's pretty tough. It's pretty my, tough. My hands are shaking right now. And, <laughs> and I was like, you sigh, you don't, you don't have time for this? Because we do the thing, we order the coffee. Here's the thing, I don't even order the coffee. All I do for my wife is pick up the coffee she ordered. And okay. she ordered a coffee and a parfait. And on the drive there, I forgot that she ordered a parfait. So <laughs> I pick up the coffee, I bring it home, and she's like, did you put the parfait in the fridge? And I'm like, no. So I got back in my car to go get the parfait, <laughs> and I walk in. And at this point, the parfait has been on the counter for a while. And I'm sure like, does, yeah. hey, is this still good? They're like, I don't know, probably. That's your, I don't know, mm -hmm. probably. I just need a yes or no so I can sign off on it. Because if I, in the only responsibility I have all week, I give my wife the pukey poopies, like, because yeah. I left a parfait out too long, that's going to be, I can't screw up the only thing that I'm in charge of that bad. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know, probably. It's like, was your second job with the CDC? Get your shit together and fucking come up with a definitive answer. Listen to me. When you come to my shows... You will not discuss your opinions on such things. I am the purveyor of that type of a thought process. So I, I'm like, hey, can I just get another parfait? And they go, we're out. I'm so sorry. And so now my decision is I have to let my wife down or I take the small risk that I, you know, I give her the shits. Well, here's a question. How many times have you given your wife the shits? I mean, who knows? I think I, we try to not influence each other's food behavior very often for that exact sure. reason. And how many times have you let her down? Oh, how long have we been married? Yeah, so I, I think at, the, at this point, you just you throw another one in the pile, right? It's less yeah. noticeable. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot the parfait. And she's like... I honestly can't believe you got the coffee. <laughs> but if I if I give her the shit, she's like, yeah. So I I do bring the parfait home, but I'm I'm not going to let her have it. But here's the thing. When I go back the second time, the first time I leave with the coffee and I just I made sure I was I'm not going to say anything to this guy. I don't have time for that. But I it was so awful. I made eye contact with everybody else. The few other people we did, we looked in each other's eyes and went this asshole. We're yes. all on the same page here. So then I leave and I come back to get the parfait. He's still doing it. 
Now his feet are up on the chair directly across from me. So he's still meeting, but now he's meeting and lounging. And because yeah, nobody nobody's gonna sit on that with their pants that they don't want dirty. No one's gonna sit on that chair. And what a fucking dick. So but I'm pretty wrapped up in the will my wife have diarrhea because of this decision decision. <laughs> And so I managed to, again, like walk out. But this time I didn't stare at the other people. I just like stared right at him and just did the slow head shake. But no, I'm not getting involved, right? And sure. so I leave, I bring my wife home and I, I go all the way. I have to go downtown for PT. And as I'm leaving PT, I, that must have, I forgot about it, but it must have just been sitting inside me that yeah. I feel like I let everybody down. Like I'm unhinged. <laughs> right does and maybe i you and i have different motives but i'm unhinged i might as well have been the guy who's walking out of the starbucks go try some headphones fuck face right because sure. a maybe that'll change his behavior b maybe i get an applause break from the eight people in the starbucks and that'll carry me through multiple weeks of self-doubt mm -hmm. and so uh i i feel i just I don't like that I didn't say anything. So now I'm kind of, I don't know, you could probably set me off a lot easier. Like I need to right or wrong. You know, that's what I'm walking around doing. I need to, could I, is there, can I help someone? Can I, I need to right or wrong. And I'm leaving PT later that day and pull up to this uh, stoplight uh, downtown or wherever. Well, I don't, why am I trying to define the geography? The point is... <laughs> I stop at this stop sign and I'm kind of, you can see out my window, it's near a corner and come around the corner is this beautiful, big dog, like a mastiff. And then he starts taking a human size shit. Yeah, they do. It's coming out and I'm like, that's bigger than most shits I take. It feels like the ones that are falling out. Mm -hmm. And uh, I haven't really looked at the guy uh, who is with him. I'm just like watching this and I'm like, and then I had that moment that I do every time I see a dog go to the bathroom. I feel like I'm the dog shit police. Mm -hmm. You pick it up. We pick ours up, so you better pick yours yeah, up. Exactly. And, and so, and I was like, and this is very public. This is a very, this is a city. There's, there's no way this guy isn't picking this dog shit up. And then the dog finishes shitting and off he goes. And I roll down my window and I am going to go like ballistic. And I'm like, hey, man. And then he turns and Chad, this guy, <laughs> this guy was so intimidating looking. He looked mm -hmm. like he wouldn't like he's one of those guys who would punch you like keep punching after you're dead. Right. Sure. Scary, yeah. scary, scary man. And I'm like, I like your dog. Like I backed down <laughs> and I'm in a car and I can get away. I, but it was so quick. Like you better uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. You better let me know where you got that beautiful animal. Cause <laughs> I want one. I, it was, I have never been a larger, I've never gone from hero to coward in such a fast like mo it was outrageous 
That is so funny. Um, it would have been great if you'd have still had the parfait and thrown it towards the dog, let the dog eat it, give the dog massive diarrhea in that guy's house. But walking those dogs, <laughs> you have to be the strongest person because they're giant dogs. Yeah, he had that. You know how there are, there's different types of slicked back hair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> well, he had the bad kind. So I yeah. wasn't, I wanted absolutely no part of it. Dude, when you were talking about that, um, the guy in Starbucks, I mean, it really does. It, it gets me so worked up. <clears throat> I can't stand this whole having FaceTime conversations on a plane when you land and shit. It's like <clears throat> one time Kelsey uh, opened a FaceTime from her niece in a grocery store and i almost i almost checked her into the frozen door like through it so she would just be sitting there with the ice cream and then left i i don't um and she's very nice about it she's super quiet and she goes i'm just taking this because i'm in the store and i'll call you right back but it's still it gets me tingle it's like um do you remember do you ever watch breaking bad yeah i, I tried Remember the guy in the first season, Ken wins. He's in the yes. he's in the yeah. the Mesa bank with uh, with Walter White, and he's just like he's he's talking so loudly, and he's like, "Oh, that that chick's a fucking pig, dude. You should roll her around in flour to find the wet spot." Like openly talking on a Bluetooth headpiece or earpiece. I wanted to jump through my television and fucking murder this guy. So the fact that you didn't say anything. Number one, that shows restraint and smart restraint because here's what I think. That guy's probably using Starbucks as an office because he's not welcome in his office anymore because he started training MMA and push somebody at the water cooler because his fucking rage is out of control. And so you don't know what's going on with that guy. That's the problem. Because I, I used to absolutely go pull chairs out from people's feet and just be like, someone's going to sit on that. That's what I used to do. But now you don't know who yeah. can fight or who has a gun yeah. or any of that shit. My chat in public moments have gone down significantly because I don't want to get shot in the face. And this guy, I will say, te I, I totally agree with you. Because 10 years ago, I'd have looked at the guy in Starbucks and gone, he has soft enough skin that I can confront this dude. But <laughs> yeah. now you got these oil of ole motherfuckers out here training. You're exactly right. Jiu-jitsu and CrossFit and all this stuff. I don't. Yeah, I don't want any. Yeah, I don't want any. But I agree with you. I that that is that to me, the even being on like a bus and someone next to you having a really loud conversation with another person who's next to you just. We have all decided to share this mutual space. Let's all respect one another's space is, yeah. what I think, what I'm I saying. I mean, I used to say to people, you know, when you're on public transportation, you have to deal with shit. But I was mostly talking about babies crying. I used to say, if you didn't want to take public transportation, you should have tried harder. Sure. But that was just about babies. Now we have adults that are louder than babies. And also... Um, I don't think you know this, but the second M in MMA is for moisturize. So I think you made a good call not fucking with this guy. I really do. My niece, when we FaceTime her, well. My niece. My niece. So when 
Greg FaceTimes us. He, here's how a FaceTime works with uh, Elon. Because uh, she's four now. She oh will. Oh, God. Uh, is that true? Dude, Greg sent me. So Greg's second daughter, Frankie. Okay. I think Frankie's going to be, she's going to be a beast. So she already walking and talking at nine months. And I, I think that's early. That Yeah, that fucks you over as a parent. Because in your head you go, I've got a little more time before I have to chase this motherfucker or listen to them. And I'm, you know, I, I love my kids. But it is a lot when they start talking early. That's too much. Yeah, because it's about to be 18 years of it in your house in a row. Yeah. So every yeah. extra month feels like you got a little bit more time. I'd rather have to take a kid to a specialist because they're not talking at three and figure that shit out. Just a little extra quiet time for dad, you know? So he, Frankie's walking and he sent us a video of Frankie walking. Very okay. cute. Uh, but uh, so we, Jen and I sent back, oh, it's, it's great. And then he goes, here was the first attempt at the video. So, so the video was Greg, he's sitting there and Frankie stands up and she walks and Lindsay's in the background and she's clapping and it's a very specifically shot video. The second video looks exactly the same. The one that he shot, that he tried right before the actual video he sent, everything looks exactly the same. And right as she's about to start, come running out of the hallway, buck naked, dragging a basket of toys and screaming is Elon. (laughs) It's great. That is like, Okay, my little sister's getting all this attention because she's walking. Big fucking deal. I've been walking for three years. Mm-hmm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to combine three things that normally get me attention all in one. <laughs> I'm going to get naked, run out, dragging the whole basket of toys and screaming. That's wild. That is some wild shit. Yeah, so whenever we FaceTime Greg... Uh, it'll start with us talking to him and Elon's kind of around and she's kind of talking. She'll be a part of the conversation. At some point, she decides that she wants to take over the call and she needs to show Jenna something. It's always something. And so she steals the phone from Greg and then she's just taking us around the house, babbling incoherently about Mm -hmm. like, because bad's when you have a bad... On the bed, you have all the bed stuff, and here's the bed stuff. Just nonsense at like a, a very enthusiastic pace. But she doesn't understand the function of the phone. Like, you got to hold it like this. She's a, she's a kid. She doesn't get the principles of framing a shot. Right. So it's like the Blair Witch Project. She just yes. holds it underneath her chin and runs around her house for a long time in a row describing things in a frantic manner. It's very cute and funny. <laughs> it's very fun when you're four, how acceptable that is. And when you're 30, that gets you, that gets you sent to inpatient. She FaceTimes like a lot of our parents is what she does. <laughs> yeah, there's that, that middle generation that knows how to do it. And then the beginning and the end, the bookends are just horrible at it. I'm so fascinated by how it's just interesting as I watch her grow up and you're like, kids just loved so much to pretend 
to do stuff like, I'm in the kitchen. Oh, I'm running a cash register. They just love all the worst shit in the world. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to run a cash register at my job so I can earn enough money to give my daughter a toy cash register so I can watch her do my, like, and it's the greatest thing in the world for him. And I like, it's hard for me to go even like, would you like to come over for dinner to her fake kitchen? I'm like, do you think we should go to a fake restaurant and have somebody else cook for us? Like, I don't want to do that at all. Exactly. Yeah. I, uh, when we were at Disneyland, Tristan, my nephew was like, Hey, Hunk, can I have a piggyback ride? And I'm like, sure. How come you want a piggyback ride? You tired? And he goes, no, I want to see what it's like to be an adult. Right. Cause he wanted to have the, the height. He wanted to be up here. So he's like, I want to see what it's like to be an adult. And then later we went into this like, you know, merchandise store. And I was like, everybody pick something out. And they, everybody grabbed something. And I was like, all right, Tristan's buying it. And he was like, what? And I'm like, this is what it's fucking like to be an adult. You moochy ass kids. Socks. You don't want to be an adult yet. Enjoy your childhood. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.